coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but for their purposes, they are pure. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, regarding the media, for their purposes, they are defiled. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because of God's purposes. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience local National and Heavenly Tug. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. Everything we have tried to teach you all comes down to this. We bring it all together to tell you about the show. Here it is. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) It's just like... Professional radio. Professional radio at its professional, non-existent best. Right here. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. You know, here's a good one for you. Ready? What is our purpose? What does the Lord want you to do? What does the Lord want me to do? What is our our purpose. Ooh. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, please don't let it die of loneliness. That's so sad. Just reach out to us. That's all you got to do. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. What's amazing is that when you make that phone call, 972 445 0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. See, person, you got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! All right, this description of talking to Dynamite D comes from a listener. <laughs> Here we go. Talking a dynamite D is like eating a hot fudge sundae with hot fudge sauce and marshmallow sauce poured over the sundae, crushed nuts, whipped cream, and sugar on top without the fat. Not fat-free. It just doesn't make you fat. Wow, that's glorious. Thank you. Isn't that a good one? It's a great nice, one. Nice job, Abraham. Very nice work. Okay, that's what it's like to talk to him. By the way, you can also text us. You can already tell it's Monday. I'm losing my mind. Our app is like 99% done. In fact, even if you go get the app now on Apple or on Android, you can get it now. <laughs> it's not even done, but you can get it now. Woo, I'm excited. All right, anyway, uh, you can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Time for professional voice time. Okay. Time for professional voice time. That's a good one, right? All right. 214-210-8483. Oh, a little crack there, though. Did you hear that little crack ahead? Right a little bit. A little, a little something. Bit. All right. 
Well, that's a Monday professional voice. No, NPR. Little, 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 no, not, not professional radio. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, also, you can email us, David, at he must increase.org. That's David, not King David, not Bad David, not David Spoon, just David, D-A-V-I-D, at he must increase.org. If you do that, you will get through. It will come to my Chromebook that's right in front of me, just to let you know. Additionally, we want to send you up to the website for multiple reasons. Uh, don't forget we're starting our interview, interviews coming up uh, in the month of June, actually, as we're laying the groundwork in May. Our first uh, big interview is going to be uh, with Tanya Magnus, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Then we have our pastor interview, plus I have other things lining up, so you better get ready because the show... Uh, could get a lot of fun in some of these interviews. That's all I'm going to say. Additionally, the new apps are almost done. I'm going to say that they're 98 to 99% done. If you go to the Apple Store, whatever that is, because I don't have an Apple thing, or the uh, Android Store, it's pretty much Google Play, you can download it now for free. There might be a few other changes that come to it. It's a super simple app, which is what I need because I'm dumb, and I need simple stuff. That's just it. So I hope you check it out. I hope you enjoy it. We think it's really kind of cool, a really good investment from a ministry point of view because we got it for a song and dance. I still got to finish the dance, but, you know, the song was all right. And then the bottom line is also on the website you can give. And I've put a little bit of additional information on there. If you're going to give and you're like, yeah, but I don't want to actually sign up for a an account with paypal you do not have to i give you the instructions right on the website on how to not have to do that super easy you can give with a debit card a credit card or if you want to do a check and you want to talk to me personally you can also do that as well directly by contacting me that information is also on the website check out he must increase.org prayer request he must increase.org praise report HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org I mean, I know that's a multitude of things. That's a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like my head when I walk into a wall. Pretty much. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, okay, a couple things we do want to talk. We're going to pray uh, in the next segment for our state and because of the shooting that took place over the weekend, and there was a bigger reason for us to pray for that than you think. Uh, there is a closer connection to Tom Thumb and where Noel works than you may be aware of. We will bre- kind of carefully discuss that. I'm just going to say that. So we're going to pray. I need to kind of bring it down a notch or two before we go into that prayer because that's going to be pretty serious. Uh, I do want uh, everybody to be praying for uh, the audience, for one another. And then don't forget, in the month of May, we're doing the Pray for Other Ministries ministry praying. So that means that you pick a ministry that's not your church or this ministry, and you just pray for them. You don't have to pray every day, but you got to be committed. And I prefer you to pray every day, but just pray for them and kind of engage and lift them up before the Lord and ask the Lord to bless them and guide them and direct them. That's, that's all we're asking is that we can participate with one another. Only not us and not the church you go to. Okay? Does that, if that makes sense. All right. We do have somebody calling in, and if they're not ordering a pizza, because I cannot tell yet what they're doing because they're still talking a D, then with that in mind, I'm probably going to fire off into the teaching. Uh, please uh, just keep things rolling, and uh, I just want you guys to be aware that we are making lots and lots of progress. However, we did have a hiccup. 
That's right. A hiccup does happen. So we ordered our brochures, the new brochures. We're going to send them out to uh, Rosalind. She was going to pass them out. She's the one that actually designed them. The design is on the website, and they lost them. <gasps> Boo. So they refunded the money, okay? And they've given us an express thing. So we've already, I've already resubmitted it. It's already at the printers, and as soon as it's done, they'll expedite it to us, so we will have those brochures available for people and get them to Aunt Deb, okay? All right. Uh, do we need to cover anything, or no? Don't need to cover anything. We'll do it later then. All right, here we go. I want to go back into this text, and I want you to catch, because we are going into a very important part. I'm going to go right back to 1 Timothy chapter 2. The next segment, we're going to talk about women and childbearing, but in this segment, I want to finish up on something that's really important, and that is this. In 2 First Timothy, sorry, chapter 2, and again with verse 8, and I just need to do that to go through the launch, it says this, I desire therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Okay? In like manner also the women adorn themselves in modest apparel with propriety and modest in, 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 in moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing, but... What, which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. Stop there, just real quickly, okay? Now, and then we, we did cover, let a woman learn in silence with all submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or have authority over a man, but to be silenced for Adam was for, formed first, then Eve. Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and fell into transgression. Now, the reason I want you to stop there is because what has happened now in the church in America is that they've said, well, that doesn't apply because there's universalism in the epistles or in the letters. And what they're trying to say is, and I'm going to show you how, how sneaky Satan can be. It's just amazing. But it's universalism. And what they're trying to say is we can prove in the scripture that everybody is the exact same and these passages don't apply. And then you go, well, how are you going to do that? And then they'll say this. In Galatians 3.28, there's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. And there's neither male nor female. But then, what, and that's what the Satan wants people to do, is just hear one verse and just leave it there and go, wowzer, right? Oh, well, who knew that? Well, the big thing about Scripture is you have to read what's before and what's after. That's called context. Context can be small or short amount, or it can be a large amount. In this case, universalism, which means everybody is the exact same, which is a lie from the pit of hell, is trying to take a principle of salvation and throw it over roles and responsibilities. And it's just like you look at it, you go, you guys are, it's so obvious what's going on. So I'm going to read you the text. And the reason is they will review a text that we just did, verses 8 through uh, 14, and say that no longer applies. And here's why they say that. Like I said, they use the passage Galatians 3.28. But, but let's look at 3.24, 25, 26. 27 and 28, and see if they are being honest, which you guys already know they're not. So then, the law was our guardian. This is Galatians chapter 3, verse 24. So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. Verse 25. But now that faith has come, we're no longer under a guardian. Verse 26. For in Christ Jesus. Where? In Christ. Where? 
In Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. Where is that? In Christ Jesus. For as many as you were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. As many of you have made that open proclamation that you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you've put on Jesus Christ. Verse 28, there's neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. The entire context has to do with salvation. Not roles, not responsibilities, not things men can do and can't do and women can do and can't do. So when they try to drop in universalisms on stuff like that and they take this verse and they say, see, no male, no female, everybody's the exact same. It's like that is not what it says at all. And in fact, Jesus said there will be least in the kingdom and greatest in the kingdom. So that whole theory is out the door. Oh, it's equality for everybody, not in heaven. There's going to be a different amount of rewards for everybody. And a Hollywood person actually said this. Well, if that's how heaven's going to be, I don't want to go there. Don't worry. You're not. No problem. You won't be there. Fret not. And oh, by the way, just for the fun of it, if you look at the New Jerusalem, it's surrounded by a wall. Hello. <laughs> so dumb. It's unbelievable. So the reason that I bring that up is so that you don't get caught up in the world approach of these scriptures. You read everything before, everything after. You find out, well, that whole, there's nothing. is in salvation, redemption, the blood of Jesus Christ. We are one. Got it. But that doesn't mean you have the same roles and responsibilities as everybody else, does it? Or there would only be one group of apostles and no prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers because everybody would be just the same. Oops. Guess that don't work. Yeah, that don't work. It don't. What is it? That 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 dog don't hunt. <laughs> is that is that something like that? All right, take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the True Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I want you to catch something because uh, for some reason the church feels the need to over-answer cultural changes that take place. Look at Jesus. He didn't care about anyone's opinion. That's what it says right there. And you do not care about anyone's opinion. Jesus didn't go, yes, I do. No, he didn't. He didn't. He never, because he didn't. That's exactly right. He is true. So they said, we know that you are true and teach the way of God. That's aletheis, which means speaking the truth, completely nothing hidden, being real. He teaches the way of God correctly. That's aletheis, which is the case is according to the fact, and doesn't care about anyone's opinion. The Greek word here literally means does not look at people's faces. In other words, when you're doing radio, I can't see faces except for Captain Chris, okay? I can't see if your face is giving approval or denial because the only way that happens is by text or phone or whatever the case may be. When an actor acts, they can look on stage and see with the audience if there's approval. Jesus didn't seek people's facial approvals. He didn't care. And you think, well, no, he cared plenty. No, he cared about the mission to save the lost. He didn't care about those who were going to reject in the capacity that he sought their approval. He never sought their approval. He didn't leave, live, let me say that, he didn't live for people's positive responses to him. He walked at the pleasure of the Father. 
Whatever the father wanted him to do or say, that's what he did, which is when you'll hear me say we do it for the author and not the audience. Because I think some of you people are literally some of the nicest people I have ever met in my human journey, but you still don't have a heaven to put me in. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that says that sounds so, you know, harsh or what it's like. Are you serious? Okay. If the Lord tarries and I die, you are not going to help me. <laughs> I just don't really know the way to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to catch that. To catch this is why Jesus was so different. It's because he spoke the truth, he said it according to, to, to what the truth was, and he didn't seek people's approval in sharing. He just was like, look, I'm telling you exactly what the Father's told me to say. This is exactly how the Spirit's leading me, exactly what the Father wants to be said. And then you look at that and you go, ooh, how about us? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, one of my favorite all-time stations. Love Don, love Jennifer, love Dee. They are great people, okay? Make sure you pray for them. All right, before we do our trivia, we are going to do some prayer uh, in regards to the Texas situation. So there's a couple of situations that took place. There was the the running over of people, which is like, I don't I don't even know the information on that yet, but just like insane. I didn't even hear people. that one. Yeah, there's a whole other group of people that got killed. And then in the one that at the mall by Allen, uh, the most, the saddest thing is that a, I won't use the name, but a person who is a manager, direct store director of Tom Thumb in an area that Noel has contact with, it was his children that were killed. And his wife is in the hospital fighting for her life. It's just like, wow. So I just want to pray, and, and we're not going to go into the political side of it, because if you think I'm going to take a political side on that, you've, you've kind of lost your marbles. But we are going to take a spiritual side on it and seek first the kingdom. And for those that don't think this is the answer, they're stupid. So just ignore them. Okay? Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. And man, as a people, we look at our own state and we just think, wow, this is just, this is superb, high-level tragedy. And Lord, we need, in our leadership, in our state, in our people, we need soft hearts that can respond to your influences. There are people that are just so distant from you and caught up in so many lies. And they just they just go their own direction, kind of like how it was before you 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 cleansed the earth in the day of Noah. And we just we just pray to you and ask you to have mercy on the state of Texas. Give wisdom to our leaders. And we lift up this man who's lost so so significantly. And we just, we, we can't even grasp his level of pain. But you can. And so we're not going to tell you how to do it, Lord. We're just going to ask you to bring the healing balm that comes from you as a God of comfort into that man's heart. Touch that woman in the hospital that she may raise, that she may get up, that she might not expire. We ask you for her life. Grant that her life may be spared in this 
disastrous and sinful world by the mercies that come from you. Comfort the family all around. Welcome the children. Let them be blessed in your presence. We just pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, so, and that's tough, man. I mean, there's no, there's nothing good on that. That's just bad. And I just refuse, you know, I've, I've read every other report. It's just like, I, you guys are just so lost. We, we need people that can humble themselves before the Lord if we're ever going to have a shot at, at uh, going up in the right direction. Okay? All right. All right, we are going to go back to it, though, so we need to take care of this right now. Let's get our uh, trivia going. Here we go. Daniel got approval from the king's servant to eat lentils and drink water for 10 days. At the end of that time, how did his countenance compare to the others who ate meat? Huh? 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 Think you know that one? You let us know. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email while it's still working. David at he must org. What was the response when they ate the, I think it's Pulse. We had one of our great callers call in and say, hey, really, it's called Pulse, not really lentil. And it's like, that's true. And it's like, okay, what was the countenance of Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which I've actually heard somebody preach a message say, Abinego, <laughs> just like, or Jeremiah, the lamentation prophet, or the, the, the laminated prophet, that was it. You get around for a while, but you, you start to hear this stuff, right? All right. Not looking for perfect words, just looking for the general answer to the trivia question so you don't have to be say it perfectly. Just give me the general idea. That's all I'm looking for. Again, 972-445-0770 is where you can text in 214 uh, 214-208-483 or uh, send an email to org. Let's do our DNA because that is exceedingly important. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Thank you very much. Every day. Every day. I don't want to hear about it. Every day. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Irrelevant to what the world, the media, the government says. Irrelevant. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means OPM, other people matter, which means you care about how other people are doing. You don't put all your energy just into your eggs, so to speak. You got to care about other people and their eggs. And then the irony is that other people will end up caring about your eggs and then everybody's supporting one another. That's the wisdom that comes from the Lord, okay? All right, get into this text. We might have to go a minute later. We'll see. I don't know how that's going to go, but let's get into this very controversial, not that controversial, verse 15 of Second First Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says this. Nevertheless, this is referring to women. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. So this text has three major approaches. And I'm going to give you all three because you're big enough, you're mature enough for you to look at it and go, yeah, no, yeah, no. So saving and childbearing, so these are the three main proposals that have been offered. This speaks of a godly woman 
finding fulfillment in her role as wife and mother, thus being saved from the evils besetting various churches and the world. That is one definition. Another definition, it refers to women being saved spiritually through the most significant birth of all, the incarnation of Christ. Okay, and that's a very popular view. Number three, it refers to women being kept physically safe in childbirth, not in any absolute sense, but as an outgrowth of the Christian commitment to care for one another. Okay, all right. I don't have a problem if anybody gravitates to any of those. Here's my personal take. <laughs> you know, I got a personal take. Uh, don't you know the, the, the whole joke? Two Jews, three opinions? Here we go. I think it really comes down to the last part of the verse, not the first part of the verse. It does not exclude women who do not have children. It doesn't mean any of that. Uh, nevertheless, the woman, the, 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 she will be saved in childbearing if she continues in the faith, love, holiness, and self-control. So in my mind, I sit there and think, Okay, well, for those that are getting pregnant, you know, you, she's going to be saved. It's not saved in the childbearing process, but saved as she continues in faith. So I always see that as kind of an add-on. And, yeah, that's not perfect, but I like it. <laughs> I wrote a paper on it. My professor said, very unique, <laughs> which is like, I know. And it's not that I disagree with the other points of view, but look it. You have to continue in the faith. I mean, that's in order to be saved. That's not a real challenge for me. In its most likely application, it's probably got a double meaning, probably that of Christ and that of uh, finding fulfillment in that position that the Lord put upon them. That's just, okay, all right. But that doesn't mean that they get saved because they have kids. That is not what it is saying. Okay, it's more like saved through the process, and that's why then the, the, or the reference to Christ being born of, of, of Mary, where you go through those other things. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Nah, I don't care. Pick one. Go with that. If you think it's super important from a fellowship point of view, then, then let, let that be the hill you die on. It's just not that important to me from a fellowship point of view. I think the idea, though, is that all three of those ideas have some interesting merit being saved uh, by fulfilling their role as a mother and a wife, saved spiritually through the birth of Christ, kept safe, and not in an absolute sense, but as an outgrowth of Christian commitment and care for one another because it's addressed to the church. I like that. That's pretty good. But they still have to continue in the faith no matter which one of those three you pick. That's my take on it, okay? All right. Uh, Daniel got the approval from the king's servant to eat uh, pulse or lentils and drink water for 10 days. And at the time, how did he look? He looked better. They looked, he looked better. Healthier is a good, is a good way to say it. But I, I like looked better. Oh, you look so much better in that. Wow, that really compliments you. That kind of thing. Pretty nice accent. Yeah, better. You look, so, you look, like, you look like a Danish. You look so good. Okay. All right, we're going to go. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. 
but the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience. Uh, They were sisters. That is correct, sir. You are right. And it's like, it's like, I'm not saying, I don't want to, you know, say it, but like, yuck. That's <laughs> all I can say. It's like, I'm sorry. That's all I can come up with. Like, yowza. <laughs> well, he was, he was tricked into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with that. But I, I mean, if you're the two sisters, you just got to be thinking, now, wait a second here. <laughs> can I, can I tell a real quick joke? Abs- is, I won't take up much time, hopefully. But I'll absolutely. try to make it, uh, try to make it uh, biblical, but not scriptural. I'm with you. That's about 99% of everything we do on jokes. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd understand. Well, to, to set this up, okay. to set this up, uh, when I ask the question, you'll have to answer it to the first thing that pops into your head. Otherwise, it, it'll, it's, it's kind of like those knock-knock jokes. You have to say knock-knock, you know, or who's there. Um, but, so anyway, Paul was out in the Mediterranean Sea. He was on sailing across it, and right before the storm hit, he was writing some letters, and he was, he was sitting there writing, and one of the sailors came up and looked at him and said, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm writing some letters here. And he Paul's, you know, put down his, his uh, quill and um, parchment and looked up at uh, the sailor and says, decided this is a time to talk to him. He says, now here's the question, David, and this is where you have to answer. Okay. What is a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? Uh, arr, 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 and the, and I, the sailor said, nah, that would be the sea, Mickey, the sea. <laughs> That's a good okay. one. <laughs> so it's not the R. No, it's the sea. It's the sea, matey. <laughs> hey, hey, I love your show. Thanks. Thanks uh, for keeping keeping it going. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being such a, a great brother and a great support. We appreciate you. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.